Hello everyone, my name is Rick, Rick Van Bruggen from Neo4j and uh, tonight I am joined by uh, a guest on our podcast all the way from Canada, um, someone that has been working with and and experimenting with Neo4j for quite some time in a very interesting domain that I hadn't heard of before and that's um, Estelle Joubert from Dalhousie University. Hi Estelle. Hi. Hey, thank you for joining me. Uh, it's always nice when people make the time to, uh, to, to do that. Thank you so much. I'm glad to chat. Fantastic. Estelle, uh, I've been reading a little bit about, uh, you know, your work, uh, academic work, uh, which is super interesting, uh, but uh, to be honest, a little bit out of my depth. Uh, so would you mind introducing yourself and, and, and your field of research and how you use uh, uh, Neo4j for that? Uh, sure. Uh, so, yeah, my name is Estelle Joubert. I am a uh, musicologist at Dalhousie University, and uh, musicology is basically the study of music and culture. Uh, so we think in terms of music history, music theory, uh, music culture, and uh, as uh, a number of musicologists are also uh, doing uh, at the moment, I too am turning to technology uh, to be able to answer some of the questions and to be able to pose new questions that musicologists haven't been able to answer in the past. Um, my area of specialty includes uh, opera and political theory and also the question of opera and the musical canon, um, as well as music in the global early modern period. So the, so the project for which I'm using Neo4j is um, opera and the musical and the musical canon, and this is basically the question uh, of of uh, a, a imaginary body of works that emerged around 1800 called the musical canon, and it's a collection of the works by famous composers. So these are this just this sort of list of masterpieces that everyone agreed upon uh, were were good pieces to study. And uh, those that, that sort of canon that emerged around 1800 uh, tended to be focused around instrumental repertory. So we think of the, 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 or the symphonies of Haydn, of Mozart, of Beethoven, of Brahms. And opera didn't play a major role in that development, or so scholars have believed. So my research project asks the question of what role does opera play in that formation of this uh, this idea of the musical classic, this collection of classics. Um, and of course, we're dealing with uh, visualizing operatic fame, and that's also the name of my uh, Neo4j project. Um, wow. So, yeah. So, how long have you been working on that, uh, Estelle? You know, has is, is this been something that's been years in the works, or, or, or how long have you been uh, um, studying this? Not- not that many years. Um, so the the opera and the musical canon project started in 2015, I believe, um, and the digital project has been underway since January in full swing. Wow! And and then what are some of the, the tools and techniques that you use for that? Because you, you talked a little bit about the uh, the computational component to that, and if J is part of it, but uh, what what else is part of it, and how do how do, how do you how do you do that? Uh, well, I can uh, take you f- through a brief tour. Um, uh, first of all, we have a number of, of primary sources 
that we're working with, and these are old documents found in rare book rooms, uh, mostly in Europe, uh, but a few also in North America. So we work with with opera scores, and we work with opera reviews, so old reviews published um, in the 18th century, um, of publishers' catalogs, and then also uh, calendars of performances. So we're trying to get a sense of uh, what made opera famous back in the day. Um, is it is it is it the composer? Is it just the sheer number of performances? Uh, is it having performances across a broad geographic realm? Is it having um, is it music criticism? Even if there are no performances of this piece, so what what makes an opera famous is really the question that we're trying to answer. Um, thus far, we have been working with a database in Airtable that is a relational database. Um, the trouble with uh, relational databases is that our questions are are very limited. So I actually can't answer the question of what makes opera famous just with the relational database. Uh, so we have been uh, importing things into Neo4j, and uh, one of the great things about Neo4j is that you can change the data model uh, every time we want to tweak <laughs> tweak results and tweak the question. Um, so it is very flexible. Um, it is allowing us to uh, to chart uh, opera performances um, in in given cities. Um, I'm hoping that we'll be able to eventually map uh, how opera was uh, mobilized throughout a specific geographic realm and within a, gi- a given time frame uh, using Neo4j as well. Um, and it's, it's also focusing, uh, it, it allows us to focus on relationships. Um, so if, uh, if there was one, one music critic that reviewed a whole lot of operas, that relationship automatically shows up as being stronger as compared to a critic that was um, much less known and perhaps far away. So having a sense of which connections are strong and which connections are weak is actually crucial to our project. Wow, uh, my next question was going to be why, why did you get, start using it for J, but I think you've just explained all of that. Uh, yeah, I think it, yeah, yeah, it was really, really cool. But how did you get into it? You know, how did you find it for J? How did you just bump, in, bump well, into it somewhere, or how does that work? Um, well, I was looking at a number of sort of gra- graph, graph based. Uh, solutions um, and a lot of academics um, tend to go with R. Um, I wanted to go with a community that is that is large, that is flexible and that is actually commercial as well. Um, so I decided to go with Neo4j. Wow, wow very good. Yeah. And it, has it been a good experience for you? Is it, has it been uh, working the way you wanted it to work or uh, any 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 major lessons learned there? Um, it has mostly been a really good experience. Um, I have made it a requirement for my team members and I have a, I have a postdoctoral fellow, a master's student working on a thesis on the project. Uh, an undergraduate research assistant and a technical lead and all four of them have had to learn some basic Neo4j so they have done some of the basic training that's online (laughs) through your website actually which I think is a really good experience for um, for students these days I think they they should have more opportunity to uh, gain digital skills Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so far, it's been really good. The one thing that has tripped us up, I have to say, is the fact that there is no date type in Neo4j. And for a project that traces that uh, traces things from one date to the next, from a premiere of an opera to subsequent performances, uh, that we've had to work around a little bit. But we found some. We have found some workarounds. Glad to hear that. I mean, uh, it is coming next next release. You'll have a date type in here for Oh, but, uh, oh, that's yeah, fantastic! Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. excited. <laughs> so yeah. uh, it, it, it's it's been a very common request, and yes, there have been some good workarounds. But um, it, the next version of Neverj three point four will have a date type uh, that you can okay. use. So um, you should uh, you should definitely take a look at that. Can I ask you a little bit about the future, Estelle? You know, uh, where where is this going for you? Uh, what, what's 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 in store, and how do you how do you see this evolve? Uh, both your own project and you know the graph space that you've been using. Uh, what, what, what's your what's your view? Um, well, this this project is actually a pilot project for a for a bigger uh, research project that I would like to get underway, uh, possibly as early as the fall. Um, and the the bigger project would be to trace uh, the dissemination and distribution of European music uh, throughout the globe. Um, from about 1500 to 1800. So right now we know that European music traveled all over the world um, via a whole lot of means, uh, but we don't know where it went um, and what people did with it. We don't have a sense of those connections and there's simply too much data for um, for one researcher to really make sense of it. So it would be a team-based project, uh, pro- possibly with international um, cl- 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 collaborators as as well. So that's that's where it's going. Yeah. Um, I forget the other part of the question. Well, the other part of the question is, you know, how do you look at the graph space in, in that context? You know, is that something where you would also use a graph, you think? or, uh, um, or uh, I think or... you would. You have to use a graph because the focus is on relationships. It's not just um, the output of a, of a sort of table in a graph, right? Or a table sure. in a, in a um, database. Um, so because it's focused on relationships and often asymmetrical relationships, so when we're dealing with European explorers going to China or going to Indonesia, for example, um, those are as- asymmetrical relationships often, um, and they need it, and we need software to be able to um, accommodate that. Yep. Fantastic. Well, I mean, there's a lot of people in the humanities space and humanities uh, uh, academics, I would say, that are, are, are have, have been experimenting with Neo4j. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, I suggest that I'll, I'll, I'll put some links to your research and uh, to the other research actually in the in the transcription of this uh, conversation, so that people can uh, can can find their way around and maybe get some some more ideas for uh, for those future projects. Yeah. Sure. Thank you. Fantastic. Estelle, thank you so much for, uh, for joining me. It's been a really interesting chat and uh, I, 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 I really appreciate you making the time. Uh, and I wish you so much uh, success in the future. So it will be great to, uh, to hear more about it in the future. Thanks very much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.